Hey y'all, welcome back to a Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos on our favorite shows. My name is Cece, and I am drinking peach palm song, a oldie but goodie, with some ginger ale because, bitch, that last night was a lot. My brother put me onto that, and it's so good. Everybody who I have try it, they fall in love with it. I like, might have to try it because I haven't had pumpkin so in years. Like, but it's the peach version. Yeah, and that's people, a nice drink. People be taking this shit as shots, and I'm like, girl, it was never given that. I need a cocktail, bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to say peach mm-hmm. parmesan is a shot, and that shit would have me. Oh, like, see, uh, uh-uh. that's what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm like peach parmesan, but okay, oh, yeah. I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna try the cocktail version. It's so good. Well, I'm your co-host Princess, and I'm drinking my favorite apple teeny. It's vodka sour apple mix and lemon juice. I'm on my cocktail binge this week, so that's what I'm having. And I'm kind of already—I've been drinking for the last couple hours, so you know. So let me tell you what's so crazy before we jump into it. I was literally contemplating whether or not I even wanted to drink because when I do get drunk, I'm an emotional drunk or either I'm a, a, a sleepy drunk, you know. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> so. I'm finna cry and be like. Show, yeah, I'm like, this show means so much to me. I didn't know if I need to add alcohol to the mix, but I said, fuck it. Like, fuck let's it. do we it. gonna cry tonight. Let's do it. So before we jump into this, I just want to let you guys know to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Rewind and Recap. And that's R-E-W-I-N-E-R-E-C-A-P on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Princess has already started us off. She gave us a fly ass. What she would wear if she was on Insecure. I must say, you hate every single look. One Thank thing about you. the girl, she's on Get Fashion. Shiona, I believe that's how you pronounce your name. Make sure you holler at my girl, because mm-hmm. I'm sure that won't be the last time that you work with Issa. We already had to drop that little plug anyways. But yes, we do live tweet every Sunday with our shows. I don't know how that's going to change, because none of our shows are coming on on Sunday right now. But we do, but we do live tweet, um, and we go live on Instagram, or we do Twitter spaces at least once a week. So yeah. the next show that we'll be doing is uh, Harlem. So you guys can definitely tune in for that. I'm super excited for it. I love that show. It's so cute. That may be how I cope with insecure being. Yeah. It gives Maybe. a little bit of insecure parallel. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. So are you ready to cry, friend? Girl, I'm so ready. Are you ready to cry? Let's jump into these topics. I cried yesterday and today, so I'm ready for round three. Girl, I cried all night. I was up to three o'clock in the morning. No bullshit. I stayed up. I watched the finale at twelve, so I didn't go to sleep until about one thirty, and I was balling at midnight. So, girl, I live tweeted from my page because I was like, "I'm sorry, rewind and recap. I don't mean to throw y'all on the rebound, but I need to get these thoughts off." I need to get these thoughts off. And I and and let and let me just start by saying, I told y'all niggas, I told y'all niggas, I told y'all niggas, y'all didn't want to believe me, but I told y'all niggas. Predictions were finally right. Didn't I say I wanted to see Molly married? Yes. I said I didn't think I was gonna get it, bitch. Look at Princess Baxter. Period. Molly got married. Bitch. Girl. We're gonna get there, bitch. Because it's just so much. 
Let's start with the sad stuff first, okay? Ooh, okay, let's go ahead and dive into this. I mean, this wasn't really sad for me. So the episode opens up with the car ride home with Nathan. And he's literally sitting there and he's expressing his embarrassment. Why? Because she's not your girl. But... <laughs> Okay. He also so, ignited that fight. So I don't know why the fuck he was embarrassed. Like, nigga, you started it. Like, because you were insecure. No pun intended. No pun intended. You, no, we're going to pun intend this shit because your ass was insecure on insecure. And you got mad because you could see the love in her eyes and you could see the love in Lawrence's eyes and you wanted to fight that nigga. And he probably could have took Lawrence down because I, I forgot Nathan's day. I saw the tweet. I forgot Nathan's debut was in that Uber beating ass. Beating a nigga. Yeah. But it's like you embarrassed yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like if you always had this little feeling and fighting this feeling, why you gotta make a scene? Like let that shit happen. Cause it would have been my like, thing is I would have left Issa right there. I'd have been like, it could have ended differently, like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. And instead of and when Lawrence like we having a conversation, cool continue to have a conversation for the rest of your life i'm good off you isa and walk out but ego ego and my thing is brownie want to elaborate that because we really dove in his ass last episode yeah so this is the part that struck me but it was also very symbolic and i tweeted about it mm. he did all that and then he was like yeah like you know i can't do this no more it's not good for me and what he was saying was true i just didn't give a fuck because i never wanted them together you know it's like damn like i'm like damn am i a bitch for feeling this way or like no i don't think so but anyways i was just like okay like can we wrap can we hurry this up we we only got 27 minutes left to make this happen bye let's hurry up and then 37 you're right because they did give us 40 minutes so when that happened and Issa was like, okay. Okay. She was asked that. Okay. <laughs> and got the car. The look of disgust on that his nigga face. She did not fight for him. I'm like, Nathan, if you just told her that you could see the love in your, her eyes and it's like, damn, it's that obvious that I still love Lawrence. Why are you feeling the way that she didn't fight for you? Because you said you knew it. You said you knew it. So I want to talk about real quick before we get into the last piece of this, how it was so symbolic, because you remember the very first episode, it started off with Issa breaking up with Lawrence and like her expressing like, I've had time to think and I can't do this because Lawrence put her in a difficult situation and Lawrence didn't fight for her. Mm -hmm. Although he did love her, it was like, I did put her in a fucked up situation. I got to hold it. The same thing happened with Lawrence. And then the same thing happens with Nathan, but now it's Nathan, Nathan saying that. Yeah. And Issa's like, I feel like to me, I took that as like, you know what? That was very fucked up for me because I knew that I should have never been with you. Knowing you that do I your still, ass love still love Lawrence. And like, I'm not even going to fight for it. You don't want to talk about it. Cool. And I was like, what are the fucking odds? Now Issa is putting Lawrence shoes to see how that shit feel. And to like, hear your man, your, your real man, express his love for you. And like, for you to kind of be like, I, it was just such a parallel to me. Yeah. It was so many parallels in this episode, to be honest. A ton of them. So that is surprising yeah. for Insecure. Yeah. It it was a lot. It was a and, lot that happened in that little moment. And then Lawrence so like, texts her. Girl. When she gets inside. Yeah. And she didn't respond, which I'm happy she didn't because I feel like emotions mm-hmm. were still high. 
Yep. Nathan had just basically broken up with her. Like, I feel like I'm happy she didn't respond in that moment because she needed time to digest and process all the shit that just happened. So mm -hmm. I was proud of her for just like taking a breather, going to sleep, like just dealing with her emotions first before even trying to talk to Lawrence again. And it, mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like they even talked again until his birthday, right? Um, Probably not, which has me thinking that his birthday couldn't be that far off. Yeah. Because it didn't seem... She was like, I don't want that much time to pass before yeah. I talk to you. So I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then Molly showing up the next day. <sighs> the So, so many tweets when I was like, the true love story of this show was Issa and Molly. And like, I felt that so deeply because just watching their friendship and seeing how like these bitches was really about to beat ass at that block party to now be at <laughs> this new healed place. Yeah. To like really be there for each other and not in a way where it's like, bitch, I'm always coming through and saving your ass. Mm -hmm. Like how Molly would be. It's like, it was I'm just bitter. a genuineness. Yes. And it shows Molly's growth. I'm like, who would have thought that I would have been rooting for Who the fuck would have thought? Because girl, I hated Molly with a passion. Just with a passion. It felt like love. Like even when Issa was like, I'm not hungry. She's like, well, I'll put it in the oven until you ready. Like it was just, it felt yeah. So like, gentle with her. Gentle, like gentle best mm -hmm. friend, girlfriend, love. Like, I don't, I just love to see that. You know, right. I, I just love to see that. And even though like Issa apparently wanted to be alone and Molly showed up anyway, cause she knew she didn't really want to be alone. Like yeah. being in they just know best friend. Yeah, yeah. They just so, know. I want to get into this mirror bitch conversation because Girl. mirror bitch is such <laughs> obviously duh pun intended is such a reflection of how sometimes our inner selves can be so toxic and damaging to anybody and you know what we were just talking about beforehand how i was telling you how that person was trying to like trigger me with the things that they were saying Mm -hmm. Like when I was watching Insecure last night, it made me think about how like, you know what, I know that I've gotten to a place where I've healed because it's not really too much that somebody else can say to me that can hurt me more than the way that I negative self talk myself or yeah. doubt myself. Yep. And um, to just see Mira bitch be such like an ass to her, like, look Very at you, you made all them choices just to end up right where you at. But it's like your conscience does that shit to you for real. Like, <laughs> bitch, for real, like. like Look at your, your face and shit. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, that, like, that was a real ass moment. Cause I'm like, it, although I'm not looking in the mirror talking to myself, it's that little a voice. Times, a lot of times while I've been stagnant and the things that I wanted to do has been because of that voice in my head. So I'm like, this show stay imitating life. It's definitely in the most like, vivid rays. We're gonna get into this for what's tea, but for me, it spoke to the side of like seeking validation, mm -hmm. like needing so much affirmation and validation from like everything and everybody until you make a choice. And like yep. even to, like even internally, like needing yourself to be perfectly aligned with your decision and everything to be perfect internally and it just it needs to feel right. And it's like, bitch, sometimes you just need to make a choice. Like just and you know what that's about to make me talk about. That leap episode. I, I know, I know. I need to. Go, I can't let it go. I need to fucking go listen to that episode. If we're being honest, yeah. like it, it gets to you so much, and that's what, bitch. I almost cried just at the ending. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I was, bitch. When the mirror was just a mirror. Yeah, oh, Jesus. I was like, it's weird because I was like, we're mirror, bitch, and mirror, bitch didn't appear. 
didn't was, wink like, at the bitch to let her know she was proud. None of that. Okay, Symbolism. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I get it. I get it. And it just ended. I was like, oh shit. The bitch is secure now. Like, if we're being my spinoff, I'm about to send a script. That's the part that got to me. Because it was just like mm -hmm. the silence of it all. It was like, I'm like, okay, we're the mirror, bitch. Is she going to come out and say, okay, bitch, you did it? Or, okay, we're just going to sit here and look at the mirror. And then I was like, oh, wait, shit. That was the bitch who was like rooting against her. Like, that's why we mm -hmm. don't see this bitch no more. Yeah. And it just credits. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. And so that, that got to me. Like, when I tell you, Cece, that part gave me the most chills. That part. The, like, the last five seconds of silence gave me the most chills and that and lawrence scene yeah crazy mm -hmm. yeah that show the show was it was beautiful last night you know what someone tweeted and was like you know i know we complained about these episodes but now i realize why all the small minuscule details that got pushed out now make sense it makes and everybody's sense. like oh they cramped so much i'm like no we've seen the episode like this before when they've literally followed everybody around for 10 minutes of the episodes or not even 10 minutes because you know they don't give 30 minutes mm -hmm. for like five to six minutes they followed everybody's day around so they're not new to doing an episode shot like this mm -hmm. um but yeah like whew, girl this show took me down and i don't i it's took until tiffany's birthday for me to really get in my feelings so we gonna get there so let's go ahead oh, and jump girl. into molly's birthday yeah let's go ahead and jump into molly's birthday Torian, it does not matter. Torian is going to be him. When it was like, she was like, oh, I can't wait to meet her. Um, what did she say? She was like, I can't wait to meet her. It's finally somebody that's putting these Jackson voice in music. He was like, I should gonna shut me down if I'm always right. And I'm like, <laughs> this nigga Torian, he gonna get be him an edible. Get him an edible. Call he gonna him be him. him, but he yeah. gonna be him and Molly gonna be Molly. That's what I love about yep. them. They don't Molly change themselves for each other, you yep. know? They and I, I think I said that last episode. They get each other, yes. so it's like he can be alpha male and she can still be alpha woman because you don't get to see that often. And they nope. still they're alpha, but they're gentle with each other, which I think is mm -hmm. so beautiful because when they interact, yes. you don't get the alpha energy. It's like it's I feel like that's how it's gonna have to be for me because I can't yeah. turn this down. Yeah. I just am who I am, but I'm very soft with my man when I got one. Yep. I think so. you, your man will give you very much Torian energy, and I can't wait to fucking see it, bitch. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. But well, we're going to move on before I get too excited. So I want to <laughs> talk about meeting Torian's family for the first time and how Molly was just so like, she oh, my God, what am I going to wear? Is this a good outfit? Talking about people's, you know, having his wrinkled ass blouse and her not wanting to make that impression and Issa being like trying to lighten the mood like girl if they don't like you then I'll just make them hate me I'm yeah like, that is friendship friendship all these bitches because she was basically having PTSD for meeting Andrew's family girl. and that shit not going well and arguing I didn't think brother, about that arguing with his brother on vacation and shit she didn't have a good experience meeting a guy's family so she was like oh lord I'm gonna find some conflict and nobody ain't gonna you know and mm -hmm. Like you said, Issa came in with like the girl, relax. This is not Andrew, you know. Yep. One, you and Molly, you and Tori have more in common. Okay. <laughs> it's family black. Y'all probably gonna have more in common for sure. So mm -hmm. it's not the same. We're not yes. gonna compare relationships here, you know. So we have to talk about the moment that tugged my heart. Um, 
Kelly having this new man. I'm like, I called that, sh- I, I I that I, shit too. You did. You was you was Princess Baxter last. My time. finales were my finale predictions were on point. I was shocked. I thought they that were. shit was far fetched, but they gave they it were. to me. They gave it to they me. They were. They were. Fine. Man. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I love that, like, you know, you could tell it was just very playful. And although we know Kelly for not being serious, you can tell that, like, this kind of felt serious. Like, it was yeah. a real thing. And then Tiffany making a comment of, like, oh, my girls all booed up. Like, oh, sorry, Easy. No, she, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. I hate, I hate Tiffany. Exactly. I feel like, why did you have to say that and then, like, point it out? Oh, sorry, Issa. Like, why not just say all oh, my girls all booed up and just let it go? Like, oh. Sorry, Issa. Like, bitch, don't remind them a fucking lonely bitch. Like, shut Girl, up. <laughs> shut that up. shit was a hot mess. But then I skipped over a part when they were in the room and Issa making a comment about wanting to leave LA. And it's and Molly just kind of looked at her like, bitch, what is that about? Like, yeah. you're still going to just like, oh, I'm still a hot mess. It's like, yes, girl, give yourself time. Like, you, yeah. your man had a baby on you. Well, he didn't have a baby on you. He came right. back with a baby that he didn't know about that he was going to have on you. You broke up with him because you didn't feel like you could handle it. You got into a relationship with your good friend who dicked you down on a Ferris wheel and you tried to make it into something that it never needed to be. That nigga left you because your man who had a baby on you confessed his love for you in front of him and then almost fought him at your friend's going away party. It's so many emotions, bitch. Just process it. It's not a reason to run away from what you're going through. Yeah. I I feel like Issa wanting to run away was gonna be like a cop out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like stay here, face it, figure out what makes you happy, and then do that shit. Running away is not gonna fix that because you can go to Colorado or Texas and you're still gonna miss Lawrence. Like it's you're yep. still gonna be chasing dick on an empty stomach. Like it's not gonna be the same. I'm crying. So yep. Like, stay here, figure your shit out, and whatever you want. And Molly, oh, Jesus, we love her. The Grove, the we therapy. Love fucking healed Molly. Because all throughout this episode, she kind of just kept dropping these little, little nuggets of like, bitch, go for what makes you happy. And if mm-hmm. Lawrence makes you happy, do that shit. Because she did that at Tiffany's birthday. And yep. it was like, girl, you know, like just dropping. You know, I was eating that shit up because I I didn't catch it at her house, but I caught that shit at Tiffany's birthday. Okay. And I was just living for like the real sister moment. Like, girl, we know you love Lawrence. Like, if that's what you want, go do that. You know what I mean? Like, it'll happen, but you have to just go with the flow. Like, it's not always going to be perfect and you damn sure can't run from it. Like, leaving LA is not going to solve nothing. So I thought that was just a real moment. Feeling still going to be right there yes so let's get to Issa's birthday you got to see Koya your fave again and I love that it was just like girl when they said something something Christian I was like oh they're gonna give us Kofi one last time and then I knew they wasn't I thought he was gonna be at the birthday party when they said surprise I thought I was like oh we're Christian but he wasn't there so I was like girl oh. you you know I was scooping the room you know I was like what my man my like Lex P and my man my man my man let you for dead hope that's a good man, Savannah. Savannah, that's a good man. Girl. So yeah, I I was just like, them surprising her, that made me feel so full because it's like, look at how this bitch is steadily evolving. Mm-hmm. I Obviously, it put two and two together that instead of going with NDW, she decided to go with the brother man instead of the other man. I said, look at her. I tweeted that too. I said, look at this bitch that went with the brother man and not the other man, girl. Let's hope. I all really wish she well. did do that, but whatever. 
It feel like it seems like it worked Same. out for her because I mean they had a nice ass house. She was doing good, so maybe it worked Same. out. But but I I, feel, I also feel like why would you go with my man and then not show me my man? Right. That's what I was confused about. I I couldn't all the way. Why we couldn't see him one last time? I couldn't all the way tell that she went with MBW until she got like the office. And then I was like, uh-huh. oh, okay, because MBW would have provided her an office. She wouldn't have to pay yeah. for it. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, so where's Kentron? Like, we're not going to get to see him at all no more? That was like, the questions what? that I had to ask. That was the questions that I needed answers to. So it's a little ambiguous for me. But Koya saying Molly cool. She's like, she's cool. <laughs> like, I'm over it now. She all right. Yeah, because <laughs> it was very much like, yeah, because you know I wanted your head. You, right. you fucked up our event that we worked real hard on. Full circle, full circle. Yes. So I love the fact that like they were trying to tell her like, girl, like you need to get down. You need to get dig down tonight. It's your Mm -hmm. birthday. Turn up. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't really know that I promote randoms, but whatever. They scoop in the scene. Random birthday sex. Like that's too risky. And I, I promote. I need her for life. Birthday sex with a nigga I already know. Yeah, I, I need her for life, so I need her to stay as healthy as possible. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so, I saw somebody already on the roster, but not a nigga that I spotted at the club. Girl, no, girl. You know, someone was about to come back home with you. No. So, I had to acknowledge this moment where Kelly was like, Issa, when they pointed out one guy, Issa was like, "No, he comes to all of our events." Like. You know, what if it doesn't work out? What if the sex is bad? Like, and then I have to see this nigga. And Kelly was like, before we even leave the room, like, if a nigga gives me trash dick, I look at him and I look at that nigga dick and I want them both to feel ashamed. And I said a word. Because why would you even waste my time like that? Exactly. I'm big on immediate feedback. I don't like this. Can you stop doing that? Like, I don't, I like. During. We're not, we're not going to sit here and sit through bad sex. That's what we're not going to do. We're grown adults. Very grown much adults. so. Like, no. if that no. shit is trash, I'm going to let you know, mid. Thank God. You I'm going to give you feedback. Anyways. <laughs> so, I love that, like, Kelly was being stressed out and was saying how she was trying to leave. And Molly threw the alley but like, girl, I've been talking to the firm about getting an estate. I love that. Vision, like, you keep being stressed out and I already told you, like, we got you. Yeah. We got y'all the nostalgia. Oh my god, oh my god. Anyway. Stop, 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 stop. So, yeah. I'm just like, so I'm just like, I just love that. Like, y'all are just being just... I love that. Y'all just own y'all shit and it makes me so happy. And then we catch them glaring off and I'm like, why are they looking so, like, fucking Nathan? What's going on? His broke ass. Girl. Um. Why are you here? Because again, what my shirt say? Why are you here? Girl. Why you here? Girl. Why are you here, Nathan? Why are you here? Get the but, fuck out. You know, whatever. Somebody tweeted and was like, not why Nathan always showing up. No, it was Yvonne Orchard. She was like, Why is Nathan always showing up on Issa's birthday unannounced? Why is he always showing up after he ghosts her? Because remember, he did that when he went ghost on her and she was looking for his ass and then she popped up. He popped and up. It was her, her birthday. Her he brought birthday. flowers yes. and Molly took the flowers. And Molly his ass. But Molly, but that was also symbolic because Molly let Issa handle her own shit this time. She didn't said, intervene. Look at the growth. Wow. Look at the growth. 
the parents. Look at the gross. Look at the gross. Now, I can appreciate this closure because I don't feel like the love was real. Maybe that's why they were able to kind of like salvage the friendship or for it to be peaceful. Um, Issa was very much a bigger person. And mm -hmm. obviously, you know, letting them know like, hey, like, I hope you don't regret this. Like, because people come into each other's life for a season. And the reason that's very true, I feel like even in bad experiences that I've had, whether it's been bad relationships or bad friendships, um, at some point, whether it was something good or bad, this person taught me something about myself and something about what I either don't want or something that I would like to have with someone else. Mm -hmm. So I felt her on that. Um, just, I feel like Nathan trying to be mature and like, letting her know like oh well we decided to donate because you've always shown so much love to the shop this that and the third and like you really looked out for us and them having their just dry moment but nathan just talks so slow to her that yeah. i'm just like can we hurry this up we spent so yeah. many minutes on this and i really didn't no, want I just to see because you no did so much for the shop i just you know i wanted to just give you this because you just been so supportive of us you know, spit up nigga i wanted to like, stop through and say happy birthday you know because like Issa is that person and this is why I relate to Issa and I need to break out of this shit where sometimes you just like I'm just not confrontational so I try to like oh yeah you know I, I understand oh, oh you said something true to like try to appease the situation and just get through that shit yep. and I'm just like yeah he was like you know I said some things that I didn't mean or that were hurtful and she was like but they were true and they were that's why you should have left her the fuck alone bye. why you ain't saying Keisha to drop the shit off bye I understand so he wanted another yeah. chance. Girl, that was he, irritating. He wanted another she, chance. And when she saw him, was like, you know, I hope you don't regret it. He was like, yeah, I think he came there. I think he came, his character came there with the intention of saying, oh, I was just hurt. I didn't mean what I said. And hopefully she'll want to work things out. And that's not what happened. Issa was like, no, nah, you're right. We good. Like, I'm Bye, happy. We aren't, you know, this isn't a good situation. And I think what he that NeNe meme said. Oh, bye. That's my favorite. Bye. Bye. With the shades. Hold on. Hey. I'm screaming. Give it to us. <laughs> Toodaloo, nigga. It's the you gotta go. For me. You gotta go. But that shit had me like, okay, go. Bye. Get back to your party. Go. Goodbye. Yeah. So. And it's Molly being outside. This the one. This burger. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, like y'all are just anything. And like I Issa having it. a conversation, but then I love that like we don't even see how we don't even get to see how to end. We fast forward to another time lapse to Tiffany's birthday. Yeah. Tiffany absolutely hates Denver. She's sick of it. She misses oh being God. in LA with her friends. Yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, when you're miserable, misery will follow you anywhere. You aren't really that happy in LA. So like, why would you expect to be happy in Denver? Especially now that you are stuck with your child and your man. I'm stuck. stuck. Oh my God. I, I don't like her character. Well, let me say this. I actually would, I would have liked to see more of her character development because she definitely is the, everything's perfect but not perfect role and i love digging into those type I of characters. That. i love digging into those type of characters because they have a lot of insecurities that we don't get to see because they're so big on image and i think that's exactly what tiffany is she loves carrying her image so much that 
she ignores her insecurities to the point where if when once her insecurities pile up, she has a complete breakdown, which is what we saw when after With the baby postpartum. Yep, it is it's extreme when she finally shows it. And I would have loved to see more of that. We got like one episode of it, and that was it. And I could see Tiffany, I could see Tiffany's character being a Leo because a lot of Leos I know. Ooh, yes, but Virgos are way more emotional. I will give them that. They are very sporadic with their emotions. Mm -hmm. A lot of Leos that I know, and I feel like I get so much like because I all me well me and Taryn, my good sister, we always talk shit about. Mm -hmm. um, we always talk shit about Leos on the timeline, but yeah. like I've never dated a Leo, but I just have a lot of Leos in my life and my family, um, former friends. Notice how I said former friends, like mm -hmm. just people and one thing that i've noticed about leos is they are very performative and they can pretend and lie their ass off and everything is about their image and they want everybody to serve their image and they have this thing where like they try to act like they have it all together while putting other people down knowing that their mass is overcompensation for their insecurities mm -hmm. every fucking leo that i know is like that every single leo that i know is like that mm -hmm every leo i know is like that every single one everyone sometimes we don't have to tell me that they're leos i can just tell you get if I spend enough time around them when's your birthday mm -hmm. oh, you That's like what they yeah. mean you're leo <laughs> do what you want to do <laughs> i ain't got time yeah so like Tiffany definitely is that person. Like you said, she is the have it all together character. She wears this mask while she is really battling how she feels and is trying to keep it all together for the sake of people not like looking at her like she's not perfect. And it's like, that's not realistic. If these are your girls, you should be able to be soft and vulnerable and let your guard down because we've seen that out of all of them, except yeah. for you. Only she when we went it. through postpartum. And even so. then she hit it. They had to fucking hit her ass down, you know? Yeah. So I, I personally, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes that stopped them from developing her character more because there could have been issues like that. But had she not been problematic off camera, I think they probably would have developed her character more because that is a, that's a real personality that I think we see mm -hmm. day to day. And I personally would have loved to see more of that, of just like the perfectly imperfect type of perfect life character you know they, they have everything basically but they're not they're still not happy you know the other sign is like that too capricorn yeah she had everything in la but she ran off you know and now she has everything in denver but she's just not you can see it in her eyes she's not satisfied and it's mm -hmm. just she definitely played that role well i don't know what was going on off camera but i think she did a very good job of playing the everything's perfect but no it's fucking not i hate it yep. i'm not happy yep. at all that's then we get the, it is we get the comedic relief and the so he's like happy birthday mommy i'm mm -hmm. just like oh maybe i do want kids mm -hmm. like kids are just so cute i just mm -hmm. really love when i can get them back she was so cute how like my thing was how long was this time lapse because this baby I was confused was just too. a baby earlier this season mm -hmm. not but we didn't but we swift through years, so it's like we don't know if that was like Tiffany's immediate birthday or like because we knew Molly's birthday was coming up. They never said how many time, how much time was in between Molly's birthday to Issa's so, birthday. Issa waited two years to contact Lawrence. 
girl, I don't fucking know. You see what I'm saying? That it was just like the, yeah, time, yeah. the time was stressful trying to calculate because that baby was like at least four years old. Mm, or like, maybe two because some kids can talk and say mommy really well some people can't be tall so you know it could have been, so. been two and a half three but even but with sorry. that even with that earlier this season lawrence was just at her birthday party as and she was a baby yeah so it's like what the fuck like right but i'm also like to use more explanation that's all right i'm like i i i love kids but i didn't really care about simone that much to really kind of dwell on it so <laughs> i was just like can we get to the good shit? Is why yeah. is Issa saying that I'm gonna be mad? Cause I, I wanna just get to it. I don't I wasn't mad, know, but I wanna just get to it. I was only so, mad at certain parts. I I love the whole thing. Like the, I I get, the, the only whole part episode. I was mad about was Molly's mom. Nothing else yeah. made me mad. Like, yep. <laughs> so girl, I love <laughs> right. So I love that like Derek was just kind of like, you know, it's good that you guys came out to come visit Tiff. None of my LA niggas will come visit me. And it's like typical men. Not but you know, I think I'm starting to see more bromance trips now um, where men kind of like, you know, they do their thing. But I was like, oh, not Derek missing his friends and his friends don't give a fuck to come see him. Women mm. will prioritize like going to see their girlfriend in Tuscaloosa. Well, niggas be like, oh, bro, I text you. And it's like, what? And never text them. <laughs> come see me you know so that's right. true that's true tea yeah so i love that like tiffany was trying to get into the tea of like oh like what's going on They're like Ethan met someone and he got good dick and a good job and a good job said, and a good job too <laughs> i said i'm screaming kelly is hilarious but it's just like once again Issa, here you go trying to mask your problems with more dick and a more new face girl. instead of just sitting in it and feeling it so that irritated me because i'm like what the fuck do you mean this bitch met someone new i'm like really we're doing this again a new nathan a new daniel <sighs> a new security guard again like she's she stresses me out. So and this is what it felt like a fucking like fake plastic model. Like it was just like I knew Girl. that shit was gonna last. It was just too weird for me. This bitch cranked up a notch at this very moment when they went into that kitchen. Yep. And she went to go fix that drink and wanted her to have some wine juice. And she saw that and baby she saw the picture. And it gave. It gave. A look of despair. He saw Lawrence looking daddy-ish. Because he did and, look like that. And, and Molly said, Molly said, Molly said, bitch, let me holler at you. Let, 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 <laughs> let's have a real nigga conversation. Because, bitch, I seen it, and you don't think that I seen it. So since you want to scale over it, let me give you a word. Girl, let's talk. Let's talk. I love that she, when she said that, I tweeted, I said, yes, bitch. Yep. Yes, Molly. Have the conversation. Yep. Bro, my neighbor called me. He was like, Is everything okay? Are you okay? I'm like, Who? My stories is getting good tonight. I talk, to later. <laughs> I talk to you later. I talk to you later. And when she told her, like, Bro, like, you have to make your choices. Like, that shit don't have to make sense to literally nobody, nobody. but you. Like, nobody but you. And yeah, like I just, I love that moment mm -hmm. because I feel like for them, yeah, when 
when I was going through my situation, I knew I wasn't ready to move on. I feel like it's like how we talked about with men when like you break up with somebody or you really still care about somebody. And you have those friends in your corner that's trying to like encourage you to go, go have a whole phase, go do this, go do that. I have never got to experience that because it's like when I like somebody, like I got to get off them myself mm -hmm. and getting under new dick has never been the resolution for me. Mm -hmm. I got to sit and I got to soak in my shit. And not necessarily soak, but I got to deal with this on my own. And me trying to talk to somebody new is not going to change what I'm actually feeling. Yeah. So I love that Molly saw that. Again, we talked about being in tune with your good friend, with your sister. And like knowing like, bitch, if that's what you want, go get it. That shit don't have to make sense to nobody else but you. Period. And then I love that it kind of gave us like a comedic relief because that moment did get a little heavy, but then they fucking dropped us on our neck again. She calls Curtis and you know, Curtis and Issa kind of have this flirtatious relationship. And immediately when Molly started being like, Curtis, Curtis, wait, slow down. I said, girl, I know. It's not gonna happen. And then she said, well, I, mom, I, Bitch, last night I cried and today I cried. I said, "Not I'm crying every time I see Girl, this." I said, I'm trying to fight it, looking like motherfucking DMX trying to fight that shit. Just, I said, "No, I, I can't call it." I be sitting here like, "Girl, that I'm shit quivering. broke my heart so bad," and like. Me, I know I've never lost a biological parent, but that moment, and you know, I told you, like, I struggle with death anxiety. Mm -hmm. So, like, and even, like, girl, yeah, like, they were trying to talk about that shit at Christmas, and it was already so much going on. I don't want to, y'all talking about my grandparents passing away. Like, please, please, y'all, like, for real, it's triggering my anxiety. Like, I don't want to think about that because I'm looking at them being here now, and I know at some point they're going to be gone, but I don't want to think about that shit right now. Yeah. And it just, and that moment with Molly's mom, triggered me because I could remember when my stepfather got really sick with his cancer and my mom couldn't even be the one to make the call to me. My aunt had to be the one to call me and say, hey, you might want to get to the hospital now because it's not looking good. There is no turnaround. It's like, I just remember just feeling so empty and him literally like holding on to his last breath until I got there and like, he passed away. Like, I remember like talking to him and he like squeezed my hand. I remember to promise him that like, I would live on purpose. This was the hand that I held when he, when he took his last breath, which is why I have this tattoo on my arm. And I'm just like, that just triggered me. And my heart really went out to so many people, especially like our age, hell, even grown people that are older than us that like lose a parent. Like my anxiety is so bad, like I don't even wanna, think about how that moment is going to feel for me and how I'm going to go on. Mm -hmm. I see other people doing it. I just don't know if I'm capable of mm -hmm. doing that because I look at it like, you know, if losing my stepfather hit me that hard, losing my aunt and my uncle hit me really hard. I don't know how I'm going to handle it if something happens to my grandparents or my parents. So like that moment tore me apart, especially to see how much, Molly had healed and was really doing the work 
and now you in this relationship and you got your ring on which let us know you were engaged and then for your mom to drop when literally they opened the first episode with her talking about wanting you to get married and not want to have to roll your dad down the aisle to her no longer being able to be there for your wedding that mm -hmm. shit broke me apart like yeah. i lost it yeah i fucking lost it they had to switch that shit to lauren's birthday and quit Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that it that I didn't watch it for the first time on HBO Max and I watched it on live TV because it was like while I was upset and have time doing it, it was like okay show me let me drop me to you because we on the next scene on the next scene I, I, what can I lie to you about now like yeah that scene fucked me up. yeah so, same it was a lot for me and I thought it was just like in the moment but then I was rewatching the episode today and I was literally getting ready to record like doing my makeup for recording mm -hmm. and I was doing my makeup and that scene came and I ran out the bathroom and I looked and I was just like I started crying again. It, it, it's that powerful because mm -hmm. that's a real fear of mine. It's like losing my mom or losing my dad. It's just, mm -hmm. you can't prep for that. Nope. And Molly, Yvonne evoked so much emotion. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, you don't, you just don't know. She how did her shit feel. last night. She really did. And it's like, I can only imagine how like weak you feel when you hear that news. Like you almost want to fall to the mm -hmm. ground, and the bitch about fell to the ground. And did like, so there to catch her. And it's like I, I felt that, and then that's what makes me cry. Like that's what makes me tear up on that scene because it's like I'm gonna be laid out. Somebody got to pick me up. Like I can't imagine hearing on the phone your mom or your like child yep. get my face. Like I, I can't do that. And yep. I think just the acting the. The performing child, this fucking last night episode need a fucking Emmy, an uh, Oscar because they Seriously. did that shit. The acting they did was, shit. was top tier. We gonna get to the scene that really broke me down. I'm pretty sure you probably know which one I'm about to talk about because I was, I was, I was sick, bitch. bitch okay, in the bed was, like this, just I was on this couch, curled the fuck up, goddamn crying. Snot. I had to like wipe my nose. Yeah, was legit had to blow my nose. I said, damn, this is what Nathan felt like when Issa cried in his mouth, because bitch, I'm crying in my own mouth. That shit was bad. That episode broke me down. And bitch, when you see the documentary, you gonna cry even harder. I'm just I'm watching this night. Bitch, I'm just, that bathroom, it made me like want to call all my girlfriends. Oof. I ain't gonna, gonna hold you. That. I was like, snot crying. I was, bitch. We go. gonna get that. We gonna get there. So, Lauren's birthday. Lauren's birthday. Mom singing, yeah. I'm like, bitch, not your hair. Oh, she was like, she dressed nice. She got one braid that look, girl. Okay, get off his line, playing on. Good mom. She's supposed to fucking be a good mom next. Like, she wanted the fucking baby. Lauren's the next for your grandchild, bitch. Like, can we go? When Issa calls him, and I see Issa D slide across the screen, he's like, look, mom, talk about it. Bye. I said, not my oh, my oh, my oh, my oh. He hung up on his mama. That nigga said, uh, you ready to go to war for it? Bye. Child. <laughs> it was hard being like, oh, you answered the phone on your birthday. Nigga's like, was I not supposed to? Well, guess the plan didn't go well, as executed. Because she, she wanted to be like, well, I called. And his ass not answered. But see, Issa fucked up. She should have called and then hung up and been like, she wanted let him call her back. She, she did, but she didn't because I think she was stuck. Hearing her confess her feelings to this man in a roundabout way, as only Issa can do. Yes. To 
asking if she could take him out for dinner and him being like, well, I actually got plans. And, and when he said that, I said, oh, this is why she said I'm going to be upset. He got another bitch already. No, Issa. I knew it I wasn't could, over. I knew and it I was over. like, this is going to be the last scene with Lawrence. Oh, my God. I'm not going to get what I want. Like, girl, I, I know my tweets look so bipolar last night because I just was not sure. I'm like, what, what what's going on? She kept pulling and tugging me every which way. And when he said that, and like she i could feel the embarrassment for her like i just expressed myself he's saying he's got plans. She's like oh of course you do of course you know it's a bitch who else he hang out with here besides chad because derek's gone and we know derek ain't flew in town for his birthday because tiffany probably would have been back you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so it was just like that was like a very real moment because sometimes you try to spin the block and you just don't know if that person is available even if that person loves you so i was just like mm, am i, getting I personally <laughs> was not phased by that episode because one lauren's always gonna stay with a pretty bitch because mm -hmm. he's a nigga niggas don't know how to be alone whether they love at her all or not i knew he didn't love that chick whoever the fuck she was oh yeah she was pretty though but gorgeous I she was on me tasha Huh? Your mommy and Tasha. Friend, don't do that. Um, I knew <laughs> that, you know, whoever it was that she he was always gonna come back. Like the way he showed his ass at that party, one call from Issa was gonna have him like thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was gonna be like, Oh, I got this woman, but Issa called me. Damn, maybe we can. I knew Lawrence was, it wasn't going to be the end all be all. So when I saw him with a little bitch, I was like, okay, well, whatever. He going to come back. Like, I just knew at some what? point in the episode, he was going to bite the bait. When she referred to him as babe, I'm going to tell you what pissed me off. And I, when I saw somebody right. tweet this, I said, okay, so it's not just me. You, even though she loved Nathan, even though she loved Nathan, look at me trying to combine the niggas together. You did all that just to have a bitch? You couldn't even stay by yourself. You didn't. Niggas you caused that whole fucking scene just to have a bitch that you feel is important enough to be spending your birthday with over yeah. Issa. I, let me tell you something. Niggas. If I knew that I still love the nigga and I feel like in a way, in a lot of ways, I can definitely kind of move like a nigga. You're but a when I love somebody. You're a woman. Baby. Baby. Men I would have been like. Baby. I would have been like, <laughs> let me see what I can do. Let me see if I can get out of this. You still they, win they, and they like don't know win how to out be alone. They don't. They don't. They don't. That woman probably meant nothing to Lawrence, but she was a pretty face, probably with a fat ass. Gorgeous. She was beautiful. Great. So in. But I'm bitch. He he not he not gonna choose her because his heart is with Issa. He just needed some mm -hmm. ass for him tonight. He needed some birthday pussy. She wanted some birthday dick. He wanted yeah. some birthday pussy. I think they more so encouraged her. I don't even feel like Issa was thinking about it. That was mm -hmm. Molly and Kelly in her ear. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like that. Kelly. Was like, what was the part? What was the reason oh for God. you? Like, that just, that irked me. Let's get to Kelly's birthday. Oh, my God. Don't because do my don't heart do so full. Don't do you ready to cry? Yes, but don't don't do this first bullet point. No, I'm about to. <laughs> what the fuck was that wig on Tiffany's head, bitch? 
I'm like, damn, did Carol fucking will you her damn wigs? What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> that Joe Dirt ass wig. Like, damn. <laughs> Goddamn Tiffany Carter. I said, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it was so random because we're so used to seeing her like with the blonde bundles or blonde wig. It was just out of pocket. I was like, what is this? What is it? Stop, CC. Stop. That wig pissed me off so bad. I don't know. Like, what was the purpose? I don't know. Did y'all let Tyler Perry do wardrobe? It kind of grew me the second no. time I watched the episode. Absolutely I was like, not. Okay, maybe. No. Maybe. And, I, and I'm going to get on Molly ass in a second, too. No. Oh. Oh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That curly crap mm -mm. bob bang wig. Let's She's get to lighter grieving. news. She's grieving. Stop. Nazir. Ooh. He's beautiful. Ooh. He's beautiful, but I don't think, I think he's too like plastic model. He, yeah, for me, but he's beautiful to look at. He's beautiful. I would never date him, but he's beautiful. When Yvonne Sweden was like, He's Daniel Jason. There, I said it. I said, bitch, I was thinking the same thing. He looked like a more polished version of Daniel. Yeah. He looked like Issa Laurent Daniel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chanel. Coco Chanel Daniel. He looked like Daniel. Daniel. Daniel with an accent. Georgia okay. Lamane Daniel. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like he speak French. Yeah. Daniel he's like, like, you know, round the way, nigga, like. Nah, this mm -hmm. nigga live in Paris, Daniel. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that's what he was given. Bitch, it was Kelly maintaining this relationship because we always see her kind of like discard niggas or it's never nothing serious. And when she was just like, you know, True. a few of True. my favorite people, and now we're gonna have another important person. I said, wait, wait. I was hoping she would find love. That was another prediction I had. And you was on spot on, friend. But I did not expect a baby. I said pregnant. Kelly is going to be a mom. That just took me out. And she was just so beautiful as always, but like glowing and just so. Like, uh, and bitch, you know, I love green. It was just so beautiful. But you know what hurt my feelings? What? Watching Issa feel away about seeing all of her friends like. I'm here with this nigga that I don't really care about. And like Kelly's in love and now Kelly's pregnant and like they're having all these life-changing moments. And here I am still trying to figure my shit out. Um, I still love my ex. And you gotta I got this nigga in the background. Yeah, it was kind of like, mm, happy for y'all. Because I mean, her and Tiffany like, immediately clicked as like mom. Yep. But it was like, you know, but what about me? Because yeah. even though Molly wasn't there, Molly has Torian. So Issa yeah. didn't have that crutch to the lean on so once again it was nazir being the dick band-aid to put over her real emotions yep so but then we get, get to the mirror the bitch then we get to can we, we got a face can we talk about this lingerie bitch i, was I said like, god damn i wonder if that's agent provocateur because i don't bitch, know what the fuck it was but she looked damn good I can't wait till I'm an agent provocateur, bitch, because right now these pockets is just giving Fenty at the moment. <laughs> Give us an endorsement deal. 
I wish you could. I wish you could post some pictures. I wish you could too. But I'm like, we can only get fancy right now. Agent provocateur is like, I'm gonna have to really think about it. You have to really be special for me to whip that out. Oh yeah, it's like the number one lingerie shit. Like, um. Yeah, Asian provocateur is expensive and it's that girl. It's like Asian provocateur, agent like agent like a, a secret oh. eye, a secret spy agent provocateur. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't believe you never heard of it. No. Oh, shop mm. the latest collection. It's nice. The pieces hit, and I really feel like girl, you got that- Asian provocateur money. This ain't that damn bad. Oh, they must be having a sale, <laughs> cause bitch. If something, I'm not trying to spend 200 plus to get some shit that's going to get ripped off because I could find I some like you got it. I feel like you got it if you want to. You know, we, we got to wait until until that moment is deserved. That's what I'm okay? saying. Like, I feel like for the right man, you'll do it. And for the right man, he going to be buying it. Boom. What we talking Boom. about? It's Anyways. Um, so, okay. Um, so Issa still lying to herself in the mirror and like, you know, I let me tell you, Nazir is just so I love a fine man, mm-hmm. but I need my fine man to still have some nigga. To mm-hmm. him. You feel me? Like polished. He was just too pretty for me. Yeah. And he's a beautiful, he's beautiful, beautiful man. He's like somebody who I like can look at, at a campaign ad. Yeah. But like not somewhere where I'm like, I can acknowledge that you're fine as fuck, but you're not my kind of fine as fuck. Right. I need a nigga that'll look like like he look good. Nazir don't look like he would even step on a roach in the house. Like he might open the door right. and try to push it out. Right. I need a nigga that look like he will just, you yeah. know, Choke. but he won't. Yeah, like I I need that. I can't I take can't. you serious because your face is too pretty. Yeah, yeah. But I will say I just love to see a man be gentle with a woman. Mm-hmm. And when he kind of like went and swooped the little hair back off her neck, and you know, I got something that's. I said. Okay. Yeah, he's 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 a little. I'm sweet. like okay. Got a little you know? sweetness to him. Oh my god. Okay, so moving on. Sweetness to him. Oh, bitch. Getting on her, I was like, you got a fine ass man that's trying to dick you down. Don't you answer that phone when Lawrence called her? And I want to be like, pick. I was like, pick it up. I was like, pick it up too. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. And I know Issa hey. probably went. I know Issa probably threw down on that nigga or cried in his mouth. Cause she probably like, let me just. I need to envision this being Lawrence to get through this. I need to envision it being Lawrence. Cause I mean, real not. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to get through it. But I'm like, she either cried in this nigga now, or she fucking laid that shit on him. Cause now you either angry or you confused. You trying to figure out why Lawrence is calling you. Let's go on. Molly's birthday in Molly this had fucking birthday. wig. Oh, bless. Yeah. You know, I am going to go light on her because she is grieving. But somebody tweeted was like, not Molly inheriting uh, uh, Carol Carter's wigs. I said, you know what? You know? You know what? I didn't hate the wig. It wasn't my favorite. I didn't hate it, though. I thought it was I just didn't cute. like it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little cute. You know, it, it was, was given kinda, like wet and wet. It was an usher board. You said what? It, it was giving Usher board. With the white shoes and the white dress. And you need tissue, baby. That's what it was giving me. You're such a troll. 
I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. She could have kept that wig. I was happy shit. to see that she was welcoming conversations about her mom because I feel like she, she just lost her mom and that's all we had. It was like no funeral. No, like, can we talk about that? I'm this? glad they didn't give us that. Need, might I say, I'm glad I they didn't. I kind of wanted it, but I'm okay that they didn't give it to us because they opened up. They had a moment where she was open to conversation. So the fact that they at least gave us some type of scene where she talked about it made me feel like I got some type of closure if we didn't get a funeral, you know? So it was nice to see her kind of be honest about how she misses her every day. And it was hard to have a birthday without her. And you know what I mean? It was, it felt mm -hmm. real. And that's what I needed. It was like, y'all can't just kill a mama and then not say nothing. Like what the fuck? But they so, had a good time lapse because I saw people complaining, like, why didn't they do the time things? And I'm like, that didn't bother me. I love that because I feel like it showed us with birthdays. And when she was like, she was just there celebrating with me last year. I'm like, well, is she referring to the last year that like when she met Torian's parents for the first time? Yeah. Or did she experience another birthday? But at that point, it was like she gave that detail. But I didn't even care to know like if that was like two years ago that I you know, she met Lauren and like, I, I need, was just kind of like, I need chronology. That's just how I am. Like when I'm watching a show or movie, like I just need to know the timeline. And so mm -hmm. when she dropped that nugget, I caught that because I was like, okay, this was when she met Torian's parents. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I was like, okay, I'm caught up. Like, I know where we are in life. Like, I just needed to feel like I knew where we were in time mm -hmm. and I didn't want to float around. So I think they intentionally dropped nuggets like that to keep us abreast of where we were. You know what I mean? Like, where we were yeah. time wise. So, and then and Kelly. I came in her office i was like oh shit holding up to her word being a sis and putting your bitch on yeah that is what friendship is about and i know that this is when i'm gonna get emotional when i talk about this show so i'm not even gonna elaborate on it right now i'm gonna save my okay. tears to the end because i've been a cute bitch you've been a cute bitch and i'm trying to keep cute as long as i can because it's about to get tough it's I'm about trying. it's about to get tough um molly's saying like you can make all the plans that you want but like it's always gonna be some shit i'm like whoo yeah that is the one thing and for me to be a tourist somebody who does not like change and i had to grow to embrace change mm -hmm. um yeah that hit hard for me yeah and like to even just still see her power through it and like Issa letting her know, like, you know, I know Torian is in control of your birthday this month, this year, but like, bitch, I'm taking you out to dinner this week for your birthday. And it's like still just championing her and like allowing her to be vulnerable and uh, giving her that safe space to really talk about something that is truly hurting her. I'm just like, bitch, the evolution of their friendship. Bitch, I had almost lost hope. I just, it's beautiful to see. I almost lost hope. And then, of course, every time something gets deep, Kelly or Amal or Koya or Keisha or whatever the fuck the girl name is from the shop, Koya. they always pop in to give us a, like, quick moment of relief and, like, her giving her this advice about what to do with Tori when it comes down to sex. And Issa being like, yeah, listen to Kelly. And, like, girl, if you black out, you know, then you did it right. But if he black out, you need to call the cops. It's like, don't listen to Kelly. And I'm Stop. like, damn, bitch, I want to know what it was. I'm gonna be Me too. Know what happened? It might have been. It's our show. What what was what was that um that advice you was trying to give Molly? Let me know. What was said, sweetie? Because I too need to make sure that um I'm pulling out the bells and whistles for I won't even say my Torian's bitch, my Lawrence, because I don't give a fuck. Dysfunctional, keep the baby shit though. But you know, 
Oh my God. Let me what it is. We oh won't get there. God. Anyways. So, text, Issa. girl, when I heard that, whoop, I said, she sent the text to Lawrence. I just, I knew it. I what knew it. This? In my heart, I felt it. When she got off the phone with Molly, you hear, like, you know how when you send a text message via, like, I message and it does that little whoop, that little swoop sound. When yeah. it went through, I said, I guarantee you this bitch text Lawrence. I get who else, who else would she make this dramatic pause for when she sent a text? So she kind of gave that eye like. I knew she had contacted him, but I didn't catch the whoop. I didn't catch that sound. Yeah, the text. I knew she had yeah. contacted him because I, I there was a pause. When? There was a pause. After she got off the phone, she was in her, her office. Mm-hmm. And there was like a pause where like I knew she had done it, but I didn't catch that. That was the, the text I was sent. I didn't yeah. catch that. When I, I heard that, had, I knew she had contacted him. I was like, she talked to fucking Lawrence. She, she gave that little moment, and I said, "Yeah, girl." When they spent that shit around, it was and I saw her in that office, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." Like, she and then moved, Lawrence like, fucking thinking. came in, and I saw Lawrence, and I said, "Bitch is about to happen." Either he about it's, to it's hurt done. her feelings, or I'm about I to get upset. Gonna fuck. I said, "I'm about to get upset," or either they about to get back together. Something gonna, gonna happen. Fuck. Something gonna happen. I knew they was gonna fuck, but it didn't. Lawrence pulled up on her, and he knew her even down to being like, "Damn, I hope the fridge by your by your office is hungry. hungry." And I'm like, the love, the little details. Like, <sighs> let me pull it together. Let me pull it together. I love that. Like, it's like, nigga, you know how I feel about you. So she tried to use the office to describe her love for Lawrence. And like moving into her career, but it's like you're talking about your career, but you're really you're talking, talking about, about this man. Yeah. Oh. Keep it together. Then the sign, the not the sign, the the words, you know, no one was mm-hmm. doubting me except me, mm-hmm. maybe Kelly, maybe Amal, but like all it took was for me to like believe in myself. And I had to yeah. believe in myself um if I wanted it to work out, like. I had to believe in myself so and I'm like it's gonna work those out. words ring so true to me because bitch and I'm about to have a soapbox moment so at this moment like I knew it was about them and I was very happy to see them together but like that's where my tears started at again because yeah. I'm like I think about how just revolutionary this year has been for me and I feel like that shit is true like sometimes you get in your own way and if you would just take a moment to just step back and believe in yourself and believe that every fucking dream that is brought to you, it happens for a reason. It's because you are capable of it. You just got to believe that it can happen. You can't worry about how. You can't worry about when. You just have to believe in yourself and it's possible. And like right now, I feel like I'm walking in that. So when she said that shit to me, but I knew she meant it like about her life, but also about Lawrence, I was like, I'm about to get the ending that I want. I'm about mm-hmm. to get the ending. And I was like, so when she said y'all was going to match, she meant y'all, not me. Yeah. Because look at how I won, bitch. Look at how I won. Look at how I won, bitch. And when he said, so do you believe that it'll work out? I'm and that bitch said, I'm okay with finding out. You know what that I knew that was the bitch. You know what it took me back to? Season four, episode eight, when he was like, doing this, he was like, yeah, doing this made me happy. She was like, you make me happy. You make. I said, bitch, it, it's giving season four, episode eight, June. It, it's happening. It's happening. My people are back together. It's happening. And, and then in a moment, I was like, let me not get too excited because they're known for dream sequences. 
But when that fucking coffee mug fell on the floor and it didn't shift reality and change to something, so I was like, I did it! Real. <laughs> so of this course my prediction real. came true. I needed this and it was very much, I told y'all niggas! I told y'all niggas! I've been Team Lawrence for the longest. I haven't been back together since they broke up. I no. have been a fan of Lawrence for the longest. I feel like people can change. You know. You know, and we have to look at the positives. And he's a good man. You know, that's I a good like, man, Savannah. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good man, Savannah. That's, that's a, good, a man. good man. And I feel like he really loves Issa. Besides Nathan, he really loves her, and they fit. Mm -hmm. Just they just fit. Like their awkwardness, the yep. the humor, the the chemistry, the sex. Like they just. Who else? Somebody, I tagged you and somebody was like, Jay Ellis phone Issa for real. And I was about to say, I would be okay for him. And I was like, oh shit, she did just get married. Let me calm down. She did. But hey. <laughs> Can you please? I can't. Issa, I'm not a Marriage ain't forever. I'm, I'm not even making eye contact with her. You and that Marriage man are beautiful. You and that man are beautiful. I don't got nothing to do with that. I do not condone cheating in real life. I didn't say I don't she know got you. I don't know that. I'm just saying, if she hypothetically, you know, separated or something, divorced mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. He does I'm have going. a baby in real life, so it could be real life insecure moment. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying. I I love Issa. I love Lawrence. I don't love that white woman, but I love Issa being married. But if she just so happens to come to a relation that's not for Princess. her. Princess. And they guide her to Lawrence, the universe, I would be okay with it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not wishing divorce on nobody. I love that Issa's married. But if Issa decides, Issa, if Issa decides that Issa no longer wants to be married, I want the universe to guide her to Lawrence. That's all, all right. I Anyways, about that. Next book. Next book point. Um, yeah. Um, so that moment was just so beautiful. And like in that moment, I truly felt like offset. Like I won. Basically. Bitch, I was happy. I was screaming. I wanted to see Lawrence's ass again. So I was hoping they would have sex, but they didn't. So I was like, fuck. Like, I really wanted to see some man's ass in this finale, but I didn't get that. I was screaming, okay? Jumping around. I know my neighbors that they're they're just like, what the fuck is going on with this bitch? What is going on with her? That hit me. Then we fast forward to Molly's wedding. At first, I'm not gonna lie, I thought when it when they did the aerial pan of the camera, I thought it was gonna be Easton Lauren's wedding. Me too. And then I see Molly and I'm like, oh, Me too. Yeah. I was married. like, it's happening. Yeah, it's I happening. Was married. I was married. Though, first of all, can we talk about the fucking bridesmaids' dresses? Issa's dress was so Bitch, the bridal dress. Gorgeous. De la renta. Like it was just like. <sighs> Molly's dress, beautiful. Molly's hair, beautiful. Like, it, I was just like, and then I, I want to get married. Again. Like, Not again, like I've been married before, guys. But like, I think I was kind of on defense of not wanting to get married. But now I want to get married again because of Molly. Giving us chocolate skin as always, beautiful natural hairstyle, back out, like beautiful reddish orange. I was like, beauty is all over this wedding. Like, come on now. Tiffany's was, pregnant again. I started crying. I started crying. You know I was emotional. And the part that fucking broke me down was Molly's mom memorial. 
because at that moment so typically i mean i'm sure i know you've probably been to weddings like whenever someone has passed away that's in either party's family they'll do like a visual a vigil Mm -hmm. and they had like you know carol carter with the candle like that's supposed to represent like the light of the person And, and like they flashed that right before they showed the father daughter dance of molly crying and again, that shit broke me down because I'm Bitch. like, nobody was more pressed for Molly to get married than her mom and for her mom to not be there. Girl, at that moment, I was already sad, obviously, because of what happened. It was like just so many fucking emotions. But when that happened, again, I'm triggered because I think about the people who I have lost that I expected to still be here whenever somebody's son got their shit together for a few years enough for me to even say yes to a fucking proposal and then have a wedding. And it's just like, that just shows you how like, life just does not wait for anyone. And like Molly said, like you can have all the plans in the world, but shit is bound to happen. And like the shit that's bound to happen, I don't want it to be me losing loved ones, but unfortunately that is the reality of it. So to see her mom's fucking visual right before they flash to her dad and like, she's like kind of like breaking down, but trying to pull it back together. I'm like- Crying with her, with the daughter, daddy daughter dance. That's what got to me. When she I couldn't take crying, it. I was like, please don't, because I can't. I couldn't I take can't. it. I couldn't take it. And then it also made me think about like, bitch, I need to, repair my relationship with my father and i know that that ball is not in my court but like when i tell you ever since i've been a little girl me and my dad like my dad and my grandfather and my mom are very responsible for my taste in music like i love everything but like country is like me and my dad's thing and i know exactly what song i want to be me and my dad's first dance and in that moment it made me think about that and I'm just like, bro, this show breaks me down in ways that I cannot fucking explain because in all of these characters, I feel seen. Mm-hmm. And every single last one of them, like, whew. Stay with it. And then they softened the mood, but also tugged at my heart of Easton Lawrence being together. And it was like, he was just so suave with her. Mm-hmm. And so soft and so gentle. And like I just said when I was there, like it's just something about it to me a man that just knows how to touch a woman and it's so soft and just gentle and it was like you know he came and he'd hit one of these little things and i said put a little hand in there it's just i just love when he's like scruffy yeah. lawrence that's when he's at his finest to me mm-hmm. and i'm just like hmm. yeah y'all want to go to the bathroom real quick yeah like this is that's what that moment gave go to me a bad. we can go to a room this is an estate. That's that's what that was giving me. And then it was like Issa just really looking at Molly like, damn, like my bitch is really fucking married. He's like, yeah, there goes you my gotta girl. Share her. And like Lauren's having to like get her up and shake mm-hmm. her off and like make her dance and all of that good stuff. And I just love just how soft he was with her. And I'm just like, this is all I've ever wanted is for y'all to just get it together and be back together. I'm so happy. I'm so like I was so fucking emotional about that the way I cried let me get it together (sighs) let me get it together because I really want to cry right now and I haven't even started talking you just you could this bathroom you can tell that that shit was not acting you can feel the switch oh my god I hope Yvonne never hears this but like she her acting sometimes can seem very forced who Yvonne 
Okay. Yes. Sometimes it can seem very forced. Yes. And not necessarily believable, but you know how like a show is so good that you kind of like let it go, overlook it. Mm-hmm. Um. But bitch, when she was helping her get out that dress, and I'm just like, okay, acting, acting, acting. <laughs> and then she turns around and she goes, "I just want to thank you for loving me when I was me." Mm-hmm. And then literally thinking about how Molly has been so fucking Toxic. annoying. Yes. And like, while Issa has not been the best friend either, Molly did not make it any easier to fucking love her. She was yeah. a fucking nonsense. Yeah. And so to see how much they like redevelop Molly's character this season and all of her growth and like showing this beautiful sisterhood all throughout the season but like also showing Molly's evolution and like us seeing her as finally healed and happy and like not bitter Molly that's trying to give her friend advice from a bitter place to keep her down so that what she could feel up about herself mm-hmm. when that moment happened and like I saw Issa kind of go like you know a little crack nose like yeah well like I you said, don't want to cry but you fin too so i was like oh like i know this mom is gonna be beautiful and girl when she started thanking Issa and just talking about how like it doesn't matter where she's at in life she knows she's gonna be okay as long as Issa is there lost it i fucking lost it Look at me ready to cry already. I've been ready to cry about this shit all day. I'm just like, the evolution of these women. And I talked about it last episode. Oh, Lord, it's about to get ugly crying. It's okay. But when I talked about it last episode, and I'm like, I'm so attached to this show because I've seen myself in so many of these characters. Mm-hmm. But to know what Issa has done for so many of these people on this show, mm-hmm. that's what I want to build for the people that I care about. Yeah. That's why I'm so supportive without being like, oh, well, I'm not going to post this. I'm not going to show up to this event. I'm not going to do this and that unless you do that for me. Because to me, growing up as an only child and like making friends who came from big families that's all i've ever wanted for myself we talk about me like wanting a good girlfriend circle Mm -hmm. all the fucking time so to see them share that moment and i could tell that that scene was raw genuine because i have never seen yvonne orgy ever ever in my life I don't even know her as Yvonne. That bitch is Molly to me. Mm-hmm. And you know a show is good when you can't even address a person as who he is. Look about to call him damn Lawrence. Jay Ellis mm-hmm. was fucking blue on the game. I love the game. Never fucking cared about his character like that. Mm-hmm. But now, nigga, you are Lawrence to me. Yeah. And it's like, a show that Issa was fucking writing in college and put on YouTube that got picked up has changed so many people's lives. Mm-hmm. 
And that scene in the bathroom just really broke me apart because I'm like, I want that kind of friendship Mm -hmm. to know like I have a sister, not somebody who I just got to call when I'm going through it. Somebody who I can share my highs, my lows with. And like Molly said, like, bitch, you, you loved me while I was being me. While I was she. That is, that is, that is some deep love because you see women sometimes they will discard their fucking friends when they go through that shit but they will love a nigga through so much bullshit and don't show their girls that kind of love they will discard their when their friends the second a nigga walk into their life Mm -hmm. but for these niggas and for their friends they don't extend that kind of grace like you would have to really hurt me in order for me to walk away from you as a friend Mm -hmm. and like Issa should have been told Molly kiss her ass. Mm-hmm. So to even see her in this matron of honor, wait, yeah, matron, because I think maid of honor is someone who's already married, at your friend's wedding, who asked, you was just about to fight, what, probably maybe like three, four years ago now, but the way mm-hmm. these time lessons were working, it was just like, it was just so beautiful. And I feel like Issa is like me. I mean, now I don't give a fuck about crying, but everybody knows I'm a fucking crybaby. I love to cry. I just don't like to do it in front of people. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when Issa cried and those tears were not just like, this is a scene, but like Yvonne is really thanking me for how I changed my life. And I got to really hold the weight of knowing that like, I'm that bitch and I'm responsible for that. But I also love this bitch. And we did this shit together. I was fucking inconsolable that's like, real I mean, girlfriend like <sighs> friendship yeah like you saw Issa Rae and Yvonne as sisters and that's yep. what it broke me down because it's like I have girlfriends like that and it just resonated with me because it's like I feel like I'm a great friend but I feel like even when you're a great friend you have moments when you're not a great friend and I've had those yeah. moments you know where it's like I could have done better. I could have communicated better. I could have reacted different. And it's like, you still love me despite of that. You still love me through that moment, through that season. And bitch, when you have a friend like that and like y'all go through those seasons of growth and like you become women and like you grow and evolve, it's like, bitch, I fucking love you. Like we we can't be apart. You know what I mean? Like we can't separate. And I felt that on a deep level because I know what that feels like. And so yeah. for me, it was just like, again, representation. I was fucking balling. I, I, you can just see the switch of like acting to like, this feels real. You know what I mean? Yep. I, and I said that I was like, I don't feel like they acting right now. And yeah. then the crazy part about it is Yvonne tweeted and she said, before I went on set, they didn't even tell Issa that she was doing this. He was like, he told me to go off script. Thank Issa about how she has changed my life for real. And I'm like, mm. I fucking knew it. Mm. I knew it. I'm sorry, Molly, but I've never kind of really believed your acting. But you sold that shit in that moment. She really did. Like, she that's really where you need did. to dig from every time. Mm-hmm. Because, bitch, I was... <laughs> like no that's what what had me snot crying like that that made me crave 
sisterhood so just so much Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong like I do have good friends and people in my life but I still just don't think that I have that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can cry with my friends but I feel like that's just a different level of vulnerability that I don't think I've ever truly allowed myself to be with somebody Mm -hmm. because of how much I've seen people hurt me so it's like I come like this. Yeah. And then when you knock this one down, it's one behind you. And then it's another one behind it. And then it's like, huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think time is the answer to that. Yeah. You don't, you don't know. Like when you meet someone, you don't know how long they're going to be around. You don't know how much you can trust them. And so I feel like time is always the only answer. And sometimes after a year, you realize they're not the friend you want. Cause I've been there, you know, or two years I've been there. And sometimes it takes three years to be like, this bitch really fuck with me. Okay. I love her. Right. Like, you you know, you, you like, like, damn, okay. I let that wall down. Like, bitch, you my best friend now after three years. Like I've been there because it's like, time is the only answer. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you don't you don't know until you go through seasons, you lose stuff, you lose relationships. Like when I broke up with my ex, huh, I'm not gonna get emotional because this always gets to me. But Jay was on the road the very next day. Yeah. Like I will do anything for Jordan. That's what I mean when I say like I know what that feels like to have someone who loves you like a sister. You know, when mm-hmm. you're hurting, they hurt. And they yep. get on the road and will be there for you and like love you and hold you until you feel better. That's sisterhood. And it's like, yep. that just takes time because me and Jay went to middle school and high school together, but we didn't have that moment till I was postgraduate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you you just have to give those things time and let people prove themselves to you and show up for you when you need them. And yep just accept that love when it happens because you you just never know it's a beautiful thing that's why i loved when people say like molly and Issa are the true love story because like they are when you have a girlfriend like that you you just you know what that love feels like and you know what it feels like to fight for it because i haven't always been in a great place with my girlfriends that shit going that's what i love about insecure it shows the up and downs and you have to Mm -hmm. be willing to fight for your friendship and so I've been in multiple moments and seasons where we have to decide to fight for the sisterhood and we do it and we get through that season and we're great again. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not always guns and roses. You know what I mean? And perfect and shit. You have to be willing to, it's like a marriage. You have to do the work. Fight do the work. So I just love the reality that they show when it comes to Molly and Issa's relationship because that's how life is. Like friendships aren't perfect. And just because they aren't perfect doesn't mean that person is not worth fighting for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, that scene just broke me apart for just so many different reasons. So yeah, I like that, that, that took me down. That took me the fuck just down. Like, oof, I can't. I still need to just preserve it because when I have to talk about wrap this show up, girl, inconsolable. So let's skip. Let's let's get off the sad shit. The okay. Shit. Let's jump to Issa's last yeah. birthday. That was 
on screen. Watching her run this trip down memory lane. Did you peep that Frida was outside running with y'all? Bitch. I was like, oh my God. With the haircut and the kids and she running shit. I was like, wait a minute. And then Thug Yoda taking pictures of his yes, daughter. Yes, you know I look. This is the Thug Yoda stand account. The nigga from Best Buy. I was like, bitch, that was Mariah from Baldwin Hills with his fine ass. I was like, oh my, like we gonna look at everybody. Like the 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 wrap up of the finale to look back on everybody. Like everybody was an integral part of the of this series. It was just yep. like a reunion. Yep. yep. It was just too much for my heart. And what really had me like inconsolable was her coming home to Lawrence and that baby and him being so gleeful and just excited about birthday cake. When you forgot her fucking birthday, the very first episode ever of Insecure, which started this whole fucking turmoil. Can we look at the one? That was literally the first episode. And she was like, I'm gonna break up with that nigga. I'm just playing. And she went out with Molly and shit. It, it's crazy how everything is just like this nigga finally got it together. Yeah, it was just crazy. We both finally got it together. Oh. So beautiful. And then of course, after all the fucking feelings, they had to just break our emotion with the cake. And he was like, It says happy birthday, Issa. She's like, does it? <laughs> she said, does it? I'm like, leave that baby alone. Like let that baby live. And like he's just like, yeah, I want a cookie dough. I love a man who has, I love a man who knows what he wants. And then like he's just like, oh well, yeah, like the sitter is on the way. Um, and getting ready to take her out for her birthday. And then when she puts that hand on her chest, I said, my babies, they're getting married. Beautiful, like rose gold peach looking. I was like, because <sighs> you know Lawrence got that good job. I said, friend, diamonds. I'm not gonna lie. I said I'm I'm glad that like I was about to be one of the bitches that y'all was about to be tweeting about. Like, don't don't send that text, don't make that call. Let it go. Let let it go. Don't let Ethan. That's why I had to remind y'all back to niggas. Because no, this is TV. But I feel bitch. like, but let me say this. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people run back to what's familiar and I know, ooh, this is, I'm sorry if any of my hoes are listening. I mean this, but I don't mean this. Um, I just feel like when you love somebody, you know what it is when you love somebody versus it being like a toxic, we can't leave each other alone type thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was why I've always rooted for Issa and Lawrence. Because when I was with my Lawrence was around the time that this show started and we would watch it together. And then it was like, I took a break from Insecure because even just watching it was like, not good for me. And then finally I caught back up on it. And then we also had a situation where we separated and we came back and then we separated again. But I'm just like, but it, it's just real. And I feel like when it comes down to like what I expect out of a man, it's always going to be based off of that relationship. And to have to walk away, not because there was like any wow shit, like what happened with Issa. It wasn't infidelity. It wasn't anything but like just how people be like, oh, wrong 
right yeah. person, per- right wrong person, time. Right. Y'all gotta go y'all separate ways and like do y'all work. Like Issa and Lauren's love story is like really near and dear to my heart because yeah. I feel like I'm living it. You resonate you know? with that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, like for sure. So And then Molly calls her. This is Girl. like the ending of like full circle of all full circles conversation. Mm-hmm. She calls her from Greece like a bad bitch on her honeymoon. Period. I can't wait to go to Santorini. I know. Girl, that. getting her pussy blown out. Love to see it. And then she's like, niggas are terrible to travel with, which is yes. true because women, we gonna vacay. Niggas like on vacation. Let's you get on I mean? this balcony. Okay. Like, I love Bend that ass over. over. Oh, I love oh you, said, you said what? I love oh, traveling with my girl. Dicky wants some drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> nigga. Calm down. Like, I love traveling with my girlfriends because they're down for whatever. Like, niggas just, they drink, and they'll get tired and go to sleep. Like, Jordan gets sleepy after he has too much alcohol. And it's like, stay awake. Oh, oh, like, right. Like, it's, but my girls. Oh, oh damn. damn. Like, I guess like, I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of the Jordan of the crew. Sorry. <laughs> No, we did drive down late, you, so that was my fault. You and Jay are the Jordan of the crew because J- Jay will take a fucking nap. OJ too. Olivia, they will take a fucking nap on vacation. But me, Kiera, like, we gonna be up in them streets. Like, we gonna be around that resort doing something. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, that. I resonated with that because niggas are different to travel with. Niggas be getting tired or, you know, want to take a nap or just want to fuck. And it's like, I want to go out Give me park. a break, nigga. Lord, nigga. And that's why she was like, this nigga is right on my side. Like, get off me. <laughs> and I I'm like, oh, that. is that what I have to look forward to? I'm like, I yes, yes. Right up in well, I just, I, I. But Issa and Lawrence are over each other like that all the time. It was just like, girl, why you trying to act exactly. Y'all niggas like that regardless. We watch y'all bitches share the you same piece of pizza. We saw y'all. We saw y'all niggas share the same pizza, pizza. Please, okay. And she was like, "I think my pussy is broken." I was like, "Wait a second, are we having a moment? Are we having the moment?" And we are. And then Bossy started playing. Comes on, lost it. Another moment where I just, I had to cry it out. I was like, I had to cry it out. The end. Because we started a broken pussy. We're gonna end with broken pussy. But for a good reason. For a good, and I, I love that because Broken Pussy started the drama. It started, it literally was the start of Molly and Issa's underlying problems. On, on her birthday. On her birthday. And then okay. we ended with, it's a joke now. We can laugh yep. about this shit like four Your pussy years, is broken. Years Your pussy is broken for a joke. Your man forgot the cake and now he bought you a cake and a baby that's not yours. But you know, we're not going to dwell on that. Oh, I just love the show so much, and like finale, girl. Let's answer the the question that's not teary first because I don't know how well I'm gonna hold up through the second what's tea question. So that was it for the hot topics, you guys tonight. That finale was so beautiful, was so beautifully shot. Like I'm just. Oh, I'm going to miss this show so much. I'm going to miss this show so fucking much. So for What's Tea, y'all know we normally pull from the episodes and kind of um, get our questions from there. So the ending of this show is probably going to be a little bit different because for the first time, we don't have to do a prediction because it's a wrap. Um, But we do. I do have a really fun idea for the prediction. 
Okay. Um, so for the what for the first what's tea question, it's how do you prepare to meet your partner's family for the first time? What did you expect and how did it go? Um, I prepare by well, I prepared <laughs> by just telling myself to be myself. Like I want to present me. And if they don't like me, at least I know it's they don't it's because they don't like me. Like I didn't present a fake persona. It's just who the fuck I am. And if they don't like that, well then shit, I don't know what the fuck else to do. So I just kept trying to tell myself, like, just be yourself, be polite, be respectful, but be yourself. Like, don't try to be someone that you're not to impress his parents. Um, so I just kept trying to like shake off the jitters and be excited. I think I had a glass of wine before I went over there. So that helped too. <laughs> Always. Um, I expected them just based on what he told me to be very cool. I expected them to be very cool, welcoming, um, mm -hmm. nice. And it was exactly that. They were just very sweet. They asked how we met and like, you know, they asked where I was from, just asked for background information and like where I grew up, things like that. It it was very not awkward, which is what I mm -hmm. loved. Um, and it's been that way ever since. Like now me and his sister hang out and his mom was over here today. Like it's just we took time to grow that relationship. And I think it started with the first day, like just me being yeah. myself and showing who I was and saying, Hey, this is me, like, you know, and being open to yeah. getting to know them. Like I was very open to like bonding with them i wasn't closed off and so i think it's just leading with who you are and not trying to meet their expectations you know yeah. just be yourself so that that is what works for me then we have an answer that's too much different i also haven't had to meet parents in quite some time but i lord jesus there's one little fling that was just doing too much and was trying to have mm -hmm. me meet his family and I'm just like nigga it's not giving that between yeah them, so like I'm good. <laughs> that's awkward that's so awkward like, it's like one person wants you to meet him and you're like no this ain't what this is yeah like that's weird I think at that moment during that season of my life like I'm like oh maybe I am a nigga <laughs> I had that phase yikes I had that phase. But it was like, it was crazy because it was like, I feel like most women when they time that it was like, because they're going through a whole phase, it was like, no, like I was literally only like speaking to one person and I'm just like, I don't even like you. Like, what am I doing here? Bye. Yep. And you trying to meet your family? Oh, nigga, I'm about to get good through. Yep. Bye. It's not even a matter of having like a whole phase. It's just like, I'm not where you are. I'm not finna And you weren't like even you. there. Like you were just like, oh, and one thing about it, and I feel like with that, like when you talk about like, oh, let's just put everything on the table. Like I had to just let it be known. Um, quite frankly, I don't know if it's because like, I'm not, how can I say this? I'm not that close to my family like that to mm -hmm. have them involved in my relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have that rapport mm -hmm. with anybody in my family like that for me to feel like I need to introduce somebody. And so I've already made up my yeah. mind that this is probably the person I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the first time I actually did do it, it was just like, I wasn't even in love. I was just doing shit to be doing shit. Right. So I just feel like 
I don't ever feel pressed to meet people's family because like you're not about to meet mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, you know. And then, like, when you do meet my mom, especially me now, like, oh, we in this for real. Like, yeah. So I'm like you, like, I'm going to show up. This is how I am. Um, And you either take it or leave it. But if you choose to leave it, that don't mean I'm about to leave your son, your nephew, your grandson, because, bitch, it ain't about you. I don't give a fuck. Hello. Like, (laughs) you can be mad on the side. You you can be mad on the sideline and you know, and I want to give a quick sidebar about that because um my little sister Terrence, she tweeted and she was talking about like um she asked the question and of course, you know, Twitter they take it the wrong way. And she asked, you know, like, um, as women, do you ever feel intimidated by when meeting uh, your partner's family when they come from a family full of women and then men do you ever feel intimidated by the men in your lady's family when she comes from a family full of men? And people made it into something that it wasn't. And I was just like, you know, no, like, I don't care. But I'm also not going to let bitches try to disrespect me. And people was like, what you mean being intimidated? They're your family. And I'm like, y'all know what the fuck she means. Stop trying to, people on Twitter, they love to find an argument about everything. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, like that, that question really had me thinking like when Molly was so like jittery to meet Torian's family, like, I guess it is something that people overthink about. And it's like, you know. I've been in and out of a horrible relationship. I've had an ex who had a mother that was like batshit crazy, mm-hmm. but that didn't scar me from meeting like my most recent ex's family because it's like, this is a new person. This is a new situation. I know what he and I have. I'm not really concerned. And like, you know, his mom was cool. His mom stay out his business the same way that my mama stay out of mine. So I'm like, I love it like that. I love yeah. it. It's like, you hate him by and that's it. That's how my partner's my parents are. Like they respect the fact that we're adults. And yep. I think with Molly being jittery, it could have been because I don't know. I feel like it could have been because maybe age. Like maybe because they're in their early thirties. She was like maybe wondering if they're going to be wondering why she's single at this age or like just finding a partner at this age. Like I don't know. It could have been so many things going through her head. It's like oh, I'm in my early thirties, or we work together. Like this is mm. taboo, and like all these different factors that she could have been thinking about. So it we did. My ex's dad of, made a joke about it. Right. It could have been a lot of like misconception, like judgmental things that she was expecting to get that never even fucking happened. Like insecurities yeah. again, like you just creating shit in your head that they don't really give a fuck about. I think sometimes we overthink stuff with parents mm-hmm. and sometimes you got some parents out there who do the most, but I feel like if you have an understanding of, you know, we're adults, you know, you're the parents, mm-hmm. but we're adults, then you're not going to have that problem, you know? Yep. So, Boundaries. Right. Respect. Boundaries. So, yeah. So now it is time to cry once again. <laughs> oh, the last what's tea question for Insecure is what part of Insecure um, resonated with us the most? Why did it change it to designated? I would, I would definitely say um the validation insecurities thing was very heavy for me um and kind of finding yourself in between relationships because i haven't had a lot of official relationships but i've had a lot of casual encounters we'll say um and so in between my serious relationships which have been three 
I've had like moments where I'm just trying to find myself like Issa in between those seasons. And it's like, you know, what do I want? What kind of partner do I want? What am I looking for in life? Like, what won't I accept? What will I accept? What is my standard? And am I lowering my lowering my standard? And it's just these different phases you go through, these different niggas that you meet and like, what the fuck was I doing? Like all this different stuff. And then the whole mirror bitch thing hits the hardest for me. Cause like I said, the last mm -hmm. five to five to six seconds is what had me the most shook of like, oh, I get it. Like this was the problem the whole fucking time. And for me, I feel like I'm in a pivotal phase in my life where it's like. You also did an episode about pivot. You need to go back and listen to yourself because bitch, you was preaching. I'm gonna let you I finish know. And I feel like I'm on the track in life and it's like, I'm looking for opponents and there's no opponent. Like it's no, literally right, just me. And. Let it out, friend we on the same path let it out friend that's why the literally like the whole finale was like getting to me but the last five to six seconds literally cc was like what gave me the most chills because i was looking for like the insecurities like where are the insecurities where are they like i was waiting for her to appear and it's like they're not coming because she literally finally found herself that's the whole point yep and that's what hit me the hardest because like I'm 26 and I'm still looking for the insecurities. Like I'm looking for the reasons to not leap. And the only thing stopping me, the only thing running on this track is me. Like that's the only opponent. And so the theme of insecurities and mirror Issa, mirror bitch, whatever you want to call her, that shit is real. Like people yep. call it imposter syndrome. People call it insecurities. People call it your subconscious mind. There's so many names for it, but I think Insecure did, did such a beautiful job of portraying it on screen and what it really looks like in your mind. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it roots for you and sometimes it doesn't. And most of Breaks the time- Breaks you the fuck down. Most of the time it doesn't, you know? And mm -hmm. that part just like, I can't even, like, I can't describe it. It's just- when it didn't appear, it was just like, oh my God, like my bitch made it, like Issa made it. Yeah, like she finally hit the point of where she's in charge. She's making choices that make her happy and she's no longer letting her subconscious mind rule her choices and rule the decisions that she makes in her life. And that was just like the huge moment for me and why I feel like the finale was perfect because it yeah. hit full circle. 180 insecurities to, to secure and yeah. that's the whole point of us watching this show and so yeah. i would say that's like what resonated with me the most because i feel like as millennials and young adults and black people it's just like we're all in the same race and path of trying to find ourselves and it's like if we can just silence the bullshit and silence that voice that makes us feel like we're not good enough we can make it you know what i mean yeah so. oh that was good friend now let me whoo saw it together i have been a insecure fan literally since day one yeah and i have seen myself in Issa. i've seen myself in molly i've seen myself in kelly i've seen myself in lawrence 
I've seen myself in like I've literally seen myself in all of these characters. But I think what resonated with me the most was like being on this journey with Issa. And although I've never cheated to know what it's like to love someone and to be with someone and then having to walk away. I mean, despite cheating, because that was a very valid reason for Lawrence to peace out on her ass. Yeah. But to see her go from being the one that was like the breadwinner to losing it, losing everything, because that was. 2019 cc after being up for so long and deciding to bet on myself and telling mirror bitch fuck you i took that leap and that leap backfired in my fucking face mm-hmm. and every fucking season of insecure princess i swear to god when isa was going up my life was going up mm-hmm. and when isa was dropping due to like niggas or just shit that was going on in her life, it was happening with me. And I promise you, almost every single season I have tweeted, who the fuck is telling these people my fucking business? Yeah. Who's telling them my business? Because why are me and Issa going through so much of the same shit at the same time? But I think I was so emotional last night because like, I knew I was letting go of the show, but to just see the community that Issa has built. And I think about all of the friendships, the family, the people who the people who I saw myself fighting for. Mm that weren't fighting for me and to see Issa get her happy ending regardless of the fact that it's tv is like i know that that's possible for me mm-hmm. my friendships with you and jay are still very new mm-hmm. but i feel like right now in this moment y'all are two of my closest friends and the community that i need I'm building it for myself mm-hmm. and watching Issa repair these friendships that mean a lot to her this season. It's like, I want to be that person, but the difference between TV and reality, which is the same as people like, Oh, don't go text that nigga. You ain't Issa. He ain't Lawrence is like the people who like, it's like, I got to love you from a distance. I don't feel like that love is there for me. So I got to let that go. But it's like, I'm okay with letting that go because I have a you in my life. I have a J in my life. Mm -hmm. I have other friendships that are blossoming, that are cultivating. And we pour into each other and we lift each other up. And every time we talk, it's not always about something negative. Mm -hmm. We know how to like talk about business and be serious. But we also know how to be vulnerable and like, be sisters you know and i feel like i've always been that person in my life that has shown up for everybody and just like isa i'm not really confrontational so sometimes a lot of the shit gets swept under the rug because contrary to how i feel like a lot of people portray me they think that i'm like this aggressive bitch but i really am the softest bitch you will meet i will still fuck you up don't get me fucked up (laughs) i will absolutely still fuck you up but I'm just not confrontational. And I feel like 
seeing Issa not fight for herself and doubting herself and like her, that voice mirror bitch being the reason why she didn't fight for herself. Mm -hmm. And then even from the whole Stanford shit and her feeling like she's not good enough. And it's like, now we're skipping forward to me being in school because this has been my dream for so fucking long. And to quit that job, that was great money and paying my bills and like, I'm not hurting for shit. Mm -hmm. People are fucking booking me to do makeup and I'm not even consistent. But when I decided to show up for myself and to believe that it was possible mm -hmm. and trust God to carry me as I leap, this insecure is mirroring that same shit for Issa. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like the only difference between the way that this season is ending with me and Issa is like, obviously is ending with love for her. But for me, my true love is my success. Mm -hmm. Because I know that I could have been so much further so long ago had I stopped letting my mirror bitch tear mm -hmm. down my confidence and show me like, you are that bitch. You are good at every fucking thing. Literally everything that I'm good at is lucrative. Yeah. And if I just leap, if I just stop waiting for validation from mm -hmm. myself, from other people using like the lack of support as a reason for me to not Girl. trust myself that I can fucking win. Like, bitch, I'm getting fucking endorsement deals. I quit my job knowing that I had money to pay my bills, but I'm like, I still want to be able to live my life. And bitch, I've still been living my life. Mm -hmm. And CC last, CC literally last year would not even believe like, bitch, you are still sitting in a beautiful apartment and your bills are still fucking paid and you're still getting your nails done, your fucking toes done, your waxes, all of that shit. And yeah. your bills are being paid by your fucking talent of your hands because you never fucking gave up on yourself. Yeah. And I'm not going to act like my mirror bitch isn't still there, but she's definitely a lot more silent than what she used to be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just Issa's whole evolution has been so symbolic to me. And I feel like it might be weird. And I, like, I kind of want to tweet her and tell her that, but like Issa has put herself on a pedestal with Beyonce in my book. Mm -hmm. I have to fucking work with them. Like, I just don't feel like my life story will be complete until I work with them black women. Yeah. The fucking, they're revolutionary as fuck. Yes. Humanitarians. They yeah. fucking build community. Everything that I want to be as a black yeah. woman yeah. is what I see in them. And when you watch that documentary, friend, you're gonna break down even more. If you think that last finale fucked you up, bitch, the way that they go about that whole documentary, I don't even wanna give it away. Mm -hmm. That shit just had me so fucking inspired. Like those flyers that I posted in my story for my hair company weren't even supposed to go live. And I was like, nope, I felt inspired. So I stayed up last night and I did all that work because I'm like, bitch, I'm inspired. Mm -hmm. You are up get the work done you know mm -hmm. and i feel like 
people are like, oh, it's so corny for people to be crying. Or why y'all so emotional? Why did it take for y'all to see yourself in a show? And it's just like, because bitch, representation oh my God. Yeah, I saw shit like that. It was so fucking stupid. I'm like... We spend so much time beating ourselves down and to see our realities and knowing that these people don't know us from a can of paint. To see them living and feeling a lot of the same shit that we said. It's not even about validation. It's like, oh, bitch, so it's not just me. That's what insecure has felt like to me this entire exactly. time. So it's not just exactly, me. exactly. And I just can't thank Issa enough for being so raw, for being so vulnerable, for me seeing her as a black woman that started on YouTube, the same place where like I'm trying to get my shit off the ground. And it's like if you just consistent, if you show up for yourself, you can make it happen. And I think that that's why I'm so proud of us in this show. And we probably should do something big because it's like our 25th episode and that's kind of like a milestone, like our, our quarter century um, mm -hmm. show birthday. But it's just like, we have a good thing. And I love that like, as Issa is closing this season out, elevating and being boss ass bitches, that's the same journey that we're on right now, friend. Yeah. Like literally, yeah. this literally is our crazy. fucking year. And yeah. it's going into 2022 with us being like, I'm grabbing this shit by the balls. Yeah. And bitch, we touching the bag next year. Period. Yeah. And not at the end of the year, like top. Big facts. And I'm facts. so just like our imitating life. And like Insecure just makes me so emotional. It's such a beautiful show. I'm so sad to like see it go, but I know Issa's gonna go on and do great things and bitch, we need to be hired to work on whatever's coming soon. I would be fucking I'm honest. putting that in the air for us. Yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta work on that because that would be a dream come true. Seriously. Bro. She is so iconic. She had to give me like three days to stop crying. That is the thing. And then I'll be like, girl, I'm ready to work. Okay, I'm ready yeah. to work. Yeah. <laughs> or give me a moment. If you can't give me three days, just give me three minutes to go in the room oh and get God. it together. I promise I'm good. We gotta stop. So, we gotta all right. what was said, sweetie. Yeah, bitch. Okay, so what was said, sweetie, is where we share our tweet of the week. And I'm not gonna hold y'all. I probably got like eight tweet of the weeks because that girl, I literally can't even narrow them down. You, so I like, got two, so you need to figure it out. Well, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go first. Okay. So my first one is by at Valencia, and it says realizing that mirror bitch didn't show up in the final mirror scene because Issa had overcome her insecurities, crying face, hence the name of the show, and it was a little like mind blowing emoji. Mm -hmm. You know how I feel about that last scene, so. That had to be in my top tweets because my bitch found herself. Like that, that shit got me because when I tell you, I was looking, I was like, okay, why are we still looking at the mirror? Where mirror bitch, she gonna come out? And when the bitch never came out, we went straight to credits. I was like, wait a minute. Like it hit me hard. I was like, mm -hmm. this bitch don't need mirror bitch no more. I had four bitch, tweets about that in my, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Cause that hurt, that hit me hard. Hit me when the credits started and there was no mirror, bitch. I was like, uh, 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 I know it ain't, I know it ain't secure. My actual reflection. My bitch is secure. Like what? Ain't no mirror, bitch. No mirror Issa gonna pop out at all. It, oh, 
Y'all already heard for the last two hours how, how much I feel about that. So I'm not going to go into no more detail. My next one is by Natasha Rothwell herself. And it said, Molly got her happy ending. If this ain't a commercial for therapy, I don't know what is. And it was the wedding. Um, it was the wedding gift of them walking out together. And I'm like, I know that's right. Because my bitch went to therapy, got her life together and got her a husband. Listen, yeah. therapy works wonders. That is a commercial for therapy for your ass. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to breeze through all of these uh, favorite tweets because... Girl, yeah. I know you're, you're not going to um, name four for real. Okay. Friend, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Okay. But ahead. they're like, they're all really good ones. So it might be like three for real. Okay. I really got like 10 favorite. I'm sorry. So the first one comes from iCandy21. Hey, Kendra girl. She said... I've been so happy that we get to experience multiple versions of black adult female friendship on TV. Growing up, I loved living single, girlfriends, Moesha, etc. But none of their experiences were lived experiences for me. When art imitates, life is always more beautiful. Mm. That is the reason why Insecure can trigger me and make me cry like no other because, bitch, this is my life. I yeah. have seen my life on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. for fucking <laughs> six years, bitch. Yeah. Whew. So that was one. The mm -hmm. other one, um, well, I, gonna, I guess I can count that out because I already talked about it in the other thing. Um... The other one was from Princess. So the A D underscore A underscore Princess. I believe Princess is the showrunner, if I'm not mistaken. Or he Princess play a big part. He damn near Issa Issa. I only yeah. say Issa Jr. Issa Senior. He damn near Issa's mirror. The real the positive mirror bitch in her life. So it says the real love story is Issa and Molly. Black women being dope as fuck and thriving in the face of anything is what we're really watching. That was like, yeah, like that's really what it is. You've already addressed the mirror bit situation. We've talked about it. We've cried about it. Mm. All of that good shit. Then there was another tweet that says by Anna Maymu, Annie Maymu. And it said, I've always loved how realistic the timeline is. Issa and them are 33 in just beginning to get it all together. You don't have to have life figured out by 25. Bitch, when I could have sworn I was going to be married, kids, by 25, and then I look at 25 and think about how young 25 is. Like, even now at 29, sometimes I feel like I had to stop myself from feeling the pressure of feeling like I have to have life all figured out at 29. Like, life just don't let life happen to you but you also don't need to rush your journey as long as you're actively pushing towards what it is that you want to do and you're not just letting life have its way with you and you're actually fighting back like you're gonna be okay so um that's a word yeah that was it so um another one girl i have so many tweets of the week i'm not even gonna hold you the, the bitches was pouring the words okay and i don't know if it was the finale because i'm like bitch i ain't never like this many tweets from a goddamn episode <laughs> the other one was ravine the dream she said i appreciate how they didn't have to choose so many times they say black women have to choose something and the others things will suffer it's good to see that they got the career the friendships and the love you don't have to choose mm. that shit is so true yeah that shit is so true. It really is. So, yeah, like I just, I don't know, like. My tweets. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful one. And 
this isn't one well I mean it should be one of my tweets of the week but it's not because I always talk about like just friendships and one of the girls was like after the insecure episode I saw some of the girlies say that they don't have a core friendship group and I wanted to get and wanted to get one this new year I hope you all find your friends I love my girls and every woman deserves that kind of sisterhood don't be afraid to put yourself out there and you know I talk about battling with that all the time I feel like because I don't know. Like, I just don't trust people mm-hmm. and people have given me every reason not to. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, like, I mean, I guess that's kind of like me, how I feel. So, yeah, but there were so many good fucking tweets. Now, for because we normally do an episode prediction, obviously, that was the finale of Insecure. So we're never going to recap this show again. I wanted to do something fun. So instead of us doing a prediction for our episode prediction segment this week, um, if the show were to continue, what would your next season look like? Well, off rip, I would want to see Molly pregnant. Um, Mm -hmm. I would want to see Kelly married, hopefully, and see her new beautiful baby. Um, I would actually, like I've said throughout this episode, I would like to see Tiffany have more character development. I would like to see her unfold a little bit more and us dive into that woman who has it all but doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely love to see, of course, Lawrence and Issa's wedding and Issa pregnant and like, you know what I mean? Like that whole little beautiful love story. Um, really, that's it. I mean, him and Issa and Condola all co-parenting together and molly just happily married and living life and pregnant and beautiful and kelly happily married and pregnant and you know or already have her baby and just like you know the next stage of their lives as married women you know couples trips and like you know the different showing the harsh realities of being married thank you the different phase of life because every life has new phases whether you're happily in a relationship and married or not like every level comes with new phases and struggles. So just showing that Mm -hmm. challenge of married life and like getting your groove back after you have a baby and getting your sex life together and not feeling sexy anymore. And like, you know what I'm saying? Having those different seasons as a married couple, I would love to see, you know, (laughs) insecurely secure. I don't fucking know. Or like, you know, happily married Mm -hmm. and secure, whatever. Like just seeing them as married couples and that whole dynamic would be really cute yeah so I feel like mine is kind of the same like I mean I've been saying for so long like I would love to see a spinoff secure and mm-hmm. maybe if like Issa and Yvonne doesn't have like the um schedule availability to be the main characters then it can follow the people who we saw but didn't really get to see and then they can pop in so of course I still get that moment of like being able to see Issa and Lawrence get married seeing Mm -hmm. Ja get to be a big brother to whatever baby Issa and Lawrence have and like they true them truly being happy I think her and Condola truly reconciling their friendship and just being mature mm-hmm. as women. Although I know I gave Condola hell, we did wish she had abortion and all kind of, we we said all types of things yeah, about her, but you know, it is what it is. I'm stand on what I said, but I would like to see them like reconcile their relationship. Like her truly being happy for Lawrence and Issa and pretty much the season being about like, girl, you know, it was just a lot. And like, 
I never meant to hurt you or disappear on you. And just like how Koya had to forgive Molly, seeing Molly forgive Condola mm-hmm. for everything that played out because she was trying to be the protective, bitter friend over Issa. So I would yeah. love to see that dynamic. Um, like you said, digging more into Tiffany, digging more into Kelly because Kelly was always the happy-go-lucky friend. And then it's like, now shit finally gets serious and get real, season's ending. So I would love to see a show follow Kelly and follow Amal. But yeah, yeah, basically same shit. Like seeing them being married women and showing like the real hardships and shit that people go through as married women. I would love love to see the dynamic being Tiffany and Derek Mm because I know they left out the pandemic but maybe them being a family that has it all together and what brings it out is Derek losing his job and him and Tiffany having to compromise on their lifestyle. So now you can no longer hide who you are with the mask on because now everything that has kept this mask up has been stripped away from you because life happened the same way life happened to a lot of people who were affected by COVID, you know? Yeah. So I would love to see something like that because money can money is the number one reason why yep. people get divorced. So maybe like exploring that a little bit and you know them having to kind of like be there for Tiffany and yeah, so that's I would love to see that dynamic. Yeah. I also want to say before I close the season out, I've always been someone who's had such a vivid imagination and I think that seeing how well my predictions did and to see the shit that I said, like, I don't have no connection to nobody at um, Insecure at all. And to see like myself every week making these predictions and then seeing the shit that I say play out just lets me know that like that child who had such that big imagination and like I can literally visualize and see anything and it's crazy like how my how well my manifestation shit works because I can see and put myself in a lot of situations and that shit will really come to life so I think that insecure made me kind of want to be a writer like maybe I should start writing my own stories and start like trying to pitch it but I feel like I do so much, but I'm so passionate about these shows that are not paying me to be passionate about it. And it's like, maybe I should start creating something that I'm passionate about and like pitch it. I think and maybe that'll be how I end up working with Issa. I think you should. So, because I, I guess I never realized with like scoring movies because I've always said like, that's one of my dream yeah. jobs. Like, you know, you have to write out every scene. I just I need you to watch that documentary so we could talk about it because yeah, I'm, I'm like either tonight or tomorrow while I work. Yeah, I'm like I didn't realize like that's what they mean when they say writing. It's not just writing out the script because I obviously being a makeup artist, I've helped curate music videos because I'm such a visual person. I can hear a song and see how everything's supposed to happen, emotion, how the outfit should look, all of that shit. So. I'm inspired and you know bitch I graduate in March and I'm thinking about just traveling and having you know my having an apartment still somewhere that I can return to home maybe like a couple of days girl I ain't trying to pay no fucking six dollars for gas that might be dead good thing my brother lives there one of my best friends lives there you could take a trip but staying there girl please and LA can't feed me I I need y'all to know that if nothing else the food is fucking nasty in LA and bitch, I hate cooking. So it would never work for me. I would, it would definitely have to be a visit or you I would have may, to learn. If how you cook. get a deal there, you may have to make it work. I feel like you could find yeah. somewhere in LA where the food is decent, you know, 
they done took me to the hood and I ain't seen, I ain't taste nothing yeah. that was seasoned. Yeah, so yeah. Well, hell. But yeah. Shit. But you guys, I'm so sad. That is a wrap you know. on Insecure. We will never wrap this show up again. You know what will make me throw up if Issa pops up with, let me stop. I don't want to get myself worked up. No. But um, yes, yeah, like, we love you guys. Thank y'all. Yes. Oh yeah, you can talk about that. Cause like, Harlem. Yeah, I'm really excited about that because it's like I won't say a modern insecure because insecure is modern, but it's like an updated insecure. Like it's like a fresh take. You know, it's like mm -hmm. it's still a black cast. It's still niggas out here living life but it's just in new york so it's like a yep. franchise you know like new york version so right. i'm really excited for us to start start talking about is start talking about insecure start talking about harlem next mm -hmm. week um yes. i'm gonna start it over because i almost finished it i'm like two episodes away from finishing it i'm just gonna start it all the way over so it's fresh in my brain yep. and then we can decide how we want to dissect our first recording of it and see where we want to go from there i think yeah I, mean, I don't know we'll figure that out but I'm excited. Insecure has been amazing. We're wrapping up our second show of Rewind and Recap, which is crazy. So wow. many more shows to come. This is just crazy to me, but I'm just proud of us. And I don't know. I just, I'm looking forward to what else is to come. And like, I feel like people say, don't I'm think about the money, but it's like, I feel like when you organically love something and the material's good and like, y'all, we was, we had our meeting and we was checking the numbers and like, oh, y'all bitches really be listening Y'all be listening, listening. Like, y'all be listening and like staying and listening. So that makes me feel good because I feel like I get such good engagement on Twitter that it's like, mm -hmm. it's only made sense. I've always wanted to do a podcast. So mm -hmm. I'm just, again, I feel like before we start crying, I'm just so happy that like Jay brought us together yes. and like for you to start and me seeing you do this podcast, I was like, oh, that's something I want to do. But I never thought about it. And it was like when the idea clicked for me, I'm like, but we both love TV shows. Let me see yeah. if you want to do this podcast with me. And it's like, we 25 episodes in like Bitch. we've been doing this shit a quarter from 100 ho girl we've been doing this shit i'm so excited we're gonna do something really big on episode 100 yeah yeah i'm proud of us we gotta do like a lot of recording together or something yes but um yes. thank y'all so much for listening as always thank y'all for rocking with us make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram and tiktok at rewind and recap it's r-e-w-i-n-e-a-n-d-r-e-c-a-p uh, on all social media platforms we're trying to get our tiktok live we're getting our instagram live we're gonna go live this week and have a show with you guys um yeah anything else you want to say cc nothing i'm sorry when i edit this <laughs> this video i like girl y'all just about to see some snot i don't give a fuck like oh, you edited? Is I thought I was editing. the episode i'll edit the video Oh, so you editing a bit. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm editing a yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. We will get tipsy with y'all next week as always. And sure. yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. Right. Bye, guys. Bye.